Section two of What the Mother of a Deaf Child Ought to Know by John Dutton Wright. Containing Chapter four What About the Baby's Speech. Chapter five Developing the Mental Faculties. Chapter six Developing the Lungs. And Chapter seven The Cultivation of Creative Imagination. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Chapter four What About the Baby's Speech? the hearing baby babbles because he gets some pleasure from the sounds and also because he desires to imitate the sounds of speech he hears around him he has his attention called constantly to sound the sense of vibration is not as strong nor as instructive as that of sound but if the attention of the child is early called to it a watchfulness for vibration from within himself as well as from without can be aroused and a sensitiveness developed that would not have come as early if at all without special directive effort on the part of the mother she can lead her little one to oo and ee and mamma and bub bub and so on by doing these bubblings herself while the baby is in her arms and his tiny hands are wandering over her lips and face and throat these exercises will gradually bring a recognition on the part of the child of the sensation of vibration that accompanies voice and they will give facility coupled with the normal and natural intonations that have been acquired when he was not conscious of any effort that will prepare him for a better and more fluent speech when the time comes for more exact articulation training but during the first two or three years of the child's life the principal stress should be placed upon his learning to understand what is said to him without bothering much about his speaking himself in the case of the hearing child the understanding of language comes before he can himself utter it this must also be the case with a deaf child and the period preceding utterance must be longer by reason of his handicap than in the case of a child with normal hearing chapter five developing the mental faculties by the time he is two years old he has gained maturity and grasp enough to play many little educational games with his mother and his little brothers and sisters or playmates these games should be calculated to develop his various faculties his powers of observation memory and concentration to develop a faculty is really to train the brain as a matter of fact we see and hear and taste and smell and feel with our brains the eye of a two-year-old child is practically as perfect an optical instrument as the eye of a boy of ten and yet how much more the older boy seems to see this is because his brain has been trained to interpret the impressions that even the baby eyes received but did not understand of course where the instrument is found to be imperfect we can assist it by means of additional lenses or perhaps by some one of the skilful operations now performed by oculists and as the sight is of such increased importance to a deaf child the greatest care and watchfulness should be given to his eyes do not let him sleep or lie facing the sun or any other powerful light but throughout his life be careful that all his use of eyesight be under conditions of ample and well-directed light supposing that the simple tests referred to heretofore have shown that the eyes as optical instruments are sufficiently perfect our efforts need to be to train the brain to take cognizance of and to interpret the impressions transmitted to it by the eyes we shall not be able to improve the working of the eye by our efforts but we can educate the brain color and form make the earliest appeal to the child's eye and we can use them for our educational play the duplicate set of worsted balls of the seven primal colors can be increased to include easily distinguishable shades 
the child can be sent on entertaining voyages of discovery around the room with a ball of a certain color to find other objects similar in color in the rugs books chairs dresses ties and so on a game to develop observation of form can be made by collecting a group of objects of varying shapes in a pile on the floor or a low table mother picks up some one of the objects directs the attention of the little one to it and after he has observed it somewhat she puts it back in the pile and moves all the objects about till they are well mixed up ask the little fellow then to pick out the object mother held in her hand a moment before when he can do this by sight without difficulty have him shut his eyes place an object in his little hands teach him to fill it over carefully take it from him and while his eyes are still closed place it once more in the pile let him then open his eyes and see if he can indicate the object he had previously held when he has mastered this give the game another turn by asking him to find by means of touch alone while the eyes are still closed the object that he has been filling after it is restored to the pile of other objects still another turn can be given by first letting him see the object without touching it then having him close his eyes and by touch alone select it from the pile a set of wooden forms such as spheres cubes pyramids cones cylinders and similar but truncated forms can be obtained at any school supply store to this can be added common household objects such as small frames vases napkin rings spoons forks and other similar things as well as some of the forms included in a complete set of the montessori material the montessori weighted forms are excellent for training his muscular recognition of difference of weight and an excellent way is to put various quantities of birdshot into half a dozen exactly similar little rubber balls that can be purchased at any toy store for two cents apiece then hand the boy one of the weighted balls and after he has felt its weight put it back with the other similar appearing balls and see if he can again discover it an outfit for training his tactile sense can be made in any home by collecting duplicate pieces of cloth having different textures such as velvet rough woolen tweeds or homespun silk satin cambric muslin and so on and pasting one certain cards also by stretching on a wooden frame strings of varying sizes weaves and twists and having a bunch of duplicates from which he can select by sight and touch alone the pieces that correspond each to each with those on the frame or on the cards if there is a guitar or mandolin or zither or a piano available perhaps by and by the mother can teach the child to recognize the difference in the vibratory sensation perceived by his fingers touching the body of the instrument when a low note and a high note are struck alternately she can make a game of this too by later having him close his eyes and place his fingers in contact with the instrument and then tell her approximately what string or key she struck the next step if she can take it is to place his little hands upon her chest to fill the lowest notes of her voice and upon both the chest and the top of her head to fill the highest and endeavouring to get him to recognise the similarity in vibratory sensation between what he now feels and what he previously felt on the musical instruments the last step in this series of exercises to awaken a recognition of vibratory sensations is to lead him to feel in his own chest and head the vibrations set up by his own voice in shouting and laughing crying or babbling these hints that are so quickly and easily given require weeks and months of patient 
happy effort to carry out beware that no one of them is repeated or continued so long at a time as to become a thing dreaded and disliked remember that the attention of a little child is like a constantly flitting butterfly that rests for only a moment or two on anything before dancing away to something else there are many little games with kindergarten material that can be used to develop the powers of attention observation imitation and obedience the laying in simple designs by watchful imitation of the mother of colored sticks colored squares and so on the building with colored blocks stringing of large beads weaving with white strips of colored paper simple designs that a mother could invent with the material at hand or could learn from any kindergarten manual the point that must be firmly but pleasantly insisted upon in these exercises is careful and obedient following by the child of the exact order of movement and manner of placing adopted by the mother teacher the entire value of these exercises for the purpose she wishes to accomplish depends upon accurate observation by the child and implicit obedience the material outfit prepared and sold by the american exploiters of the montessori method is admirably adapted to the development of the budding faculties of the child and the mother who is trying to do all in her power to prepare her little one to benefit to the greatest possible extent from the professional instruction that must come later will make no mistake in supplying herself with a set of materials and making herself intelligent on their use by the child chapter six developing the lungs the tendency of the deaf child is to grow up with less development of lungs and of the imagination than hearing children in order to overcome this tendency the child must be encouraged and taught to play games and use toys that will exercise the lungs and develop the power of imaginative thought in order to expand and strengthen the lungs through the child's play supply him with the brightly colored paper windmills that he can set whirling by blowing lustily also the rubber balloon toys even though the torturing squeak of the toys is only heard by those in the vicinity and not by himself an especially good exercise for the gentle and long-continued control of breath results from the toy blow pipes with conical wire balls by means of which light celluloid balls of bright colors are kept suspended in the air dancing on the column of breath blown softly through the tube the more steadily the child blows the more mysteriously the ball remains in a fixed point whirling rapidly but without any apparent support blowing soap bubbles especially trying to blow big ones is very useful as well as interesting for physical development in which the lungs come in for their share and the sense of mechanical rhythm is fostered an excellent exercise is marching in step to the stroke of the drum proud in boy scout uniform dancing is a very desirable accomplishment for the deaf child tops and ten pins cultivate dexterity as do playing ball and rolling hoop chapter seven the cultivation of creative imagination this can be greatly helped by early use on the part of the child of colored modeling walks to reproduce objects and animals and to construct models of imaginary houses yards trees and so on a sand pile or a large shallow sand box perhaps five feet square with sides six inches high and completely lined with enamel cloth to make it watertight is a wonderful implement for constructive play on the part of the child whole villages of farms fields and forests ponds and brooks roads and railroads can be made here in miniature building blocks of wood or stone the metal construction toy called mechano dolls doll houses furniture and equipment are valuable 
but they should be simple, inexpensive, and not fragile. Cut up picture puzzles, painting books, tracing slates with large and simple designs cultivate observation and ingenuity. Kaleidoscopes and stereoscopes are excellent, but moving pictures are so trying upon the eyes, and the air of the theatres is so bad, that a deaf child whose eyes are his only salvation, and whose health is doubly important, should not even know of their existence till he is seven or eight years old. End of section two.